regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features of shows. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. And like every week, yes, there's two two boys for you this week. Myself, Gav Murphy, and my slightly older mirror self with red hair, John Ogblythe. I can't wait for you to look like me and me to be dead. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Hello, Gav. I'm John Logline. I, um, yeah. Well, I, I guess I'm not going to go red. Black hair very rarely turns red when, as you get older. I think it goes to white. But then your red beard is going white as well. So. Oh yeah, the hair on top of my head remains grey free, which is probably why mm. I'm growing it out. Even in this weather, which makes it's been a long time since I've had stinky earbacks. But growing <laughs> long hair, I've got big bad stinky earbacks that require washing. What the fuck is stinky earbags? You can't just say that as if we know what they are. Well, I think you can deduce <laughs> where the earback is. Yeah, it's, but why is it stinky? Because of the hair. It's just all the liquid that stays there. <laughs> Is it like congealed, like when you uh, like do like a lamb roast, and it's all it's, the like fat at the bottom of it? Just but all your I ears. know, all I know is I idly bring my hand from behind my head, give it a oh, sniff, geez. and I blanch at my own stink. Well, that's all I know. <laughs> You're just licking the lamb from behind your ears every day. <laughs> It's, it's something of dripping, basically. If you've ever had bread and dripping, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's marrow. <laughs> like, oh God, you're you're not right. Shit belongs in a dog biscuit, not in my fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of that tonight because um, it's just the two of us. Because everyone is on holiday, um, and we begged them. <laughs> <laughs> not for this not to happen. We actually begged them, and got, they said, "Got to stop tough. locking me in a room with one other person. It's not fair on me or them." <laughs> Come with me, and we'll be in a world of regular fajitas. Look, you ne- you'll never guess what happened to me today. No, let me try though. Go. Um. Oh, can't. Ooh, Don't you, act like I've put you on the you spot. Try, you you volunteered. Don't tell me. Do not tell me. Did you have a dalliance with a majorette? No, but I would have been up for that. That would be a lot better than what I had to go through, I'll be honest. Well, that's the only guess I had. So what, what did you do, Gavin? I got catfished. Oh, no. Yeah. I've been, I've been. You're the catfish in this town. You don't get catfished. Uh, I want it known before I start this that I don't catfish people. By the way, I just <laughs> sometimes pretend to be other people <laughs> for nefarious means. No, um, yeah, I've been, I've been catfished, man. So I woke up to a text, um, from my sister that just said, um. Were, were you at home last weekend for the rugby? And I was like, no, I was at, I was in my house in London. And um, she's got a text from her friend 
her friend has been chatting to someone on Bumble who set up an account with my name my, and my photos. So I'm not sure how catfishing works, but if you're the catfish, does that mean you're being fooled or the fooler? What are, and what is the person you're pretending to be? Are they the, the, the corollary catfish? Well, one, I'm not pretending to be anyone. I want that known. Um, so someone is using my details and my photos to talk to people in the Merthyr Tidville area. Um, oh, my God. I mean, are you a big deal in Merthyr Tidville? I don't think so. To be fair, I think I'd be a big deal in Merthyr Tidville with my big boy pants and my I, golden I, crown. I, t- I tweet about this and someone was unfairly giving Merthyr a bit of a kick in. I, I think Merthyr's a good laugh, man. Great night out. Lovely people. Very down to earth. I've never been there. I'll, um, I'll slag off Duffield Castle without going there. I'll slag off Tidville without going there. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so, so, so basically, my sister's friend has been flirting with this account all last night. And that's the only reason we found out about it because she texted my sister going, Sorry, is this is your brother single? And then my sister was like, "No, he's very much not single, actually." Um, he's like, and she's like, "Oh, I've been chatting to him on Bumble." And my sister was like, "I don't think you've been actually been chatting to him though." And then she sent a screenshot. My sister was like, "Yeah, that's my house." <laughs> and it, it just happened to be a photo that was taken in my sister's house. Fucking hell! So, have you seen the chats? She Can won't we... send us the screenshots of them, so I oh, want to know what she sent a bit. She sent a bit of thigh, didn't she? I mean, she went, it'd look, be if you look so at, if you... funny if they were just been exchanging just the most disgusting grot all night, and then at oh, the yeah. end of the night, she's gone. Oh yeah, hang on a minute. <laughs> she was sending pictures like, look, if you if you take a picture of your your elbow like that, it looks like a bumhole. Yeah, that's <laughs> what my bumhole. So the profile, right? says yes. uh, Gav age 39 now I take issue with that straight away because I'm 37 and all you people in your 30s look fucking I don't know you look 39 to me I I, th- I think I could play 32 on Grange Hill <laughs> <laughs> you can play the substitute teacher on Grange Hill okay, yeah okay I'll give you that no I'd be a six I'd be a six former I'd be a six former in Grange Hill um, so then the profile, I'll tell you a little bit more of the profile. Uh, the profile says in the about me section, I love football, music, gigs, and a good giggle. No, no uh, grammar at all. Just I love football, music, gigs, and a good giggle. <laughs> oh, sounds like you. Football, music, gigs. Music, music, oh, is it music and gigs are the same thing, isn't it? Good giggle as well. It's like they thought the word gig, like, oh, I've run out of words. Just put another few letters on the end of gig. Music, gigs, same thing. Giggle. That's just another. It's just a longer gig, isn't it? Also, like football. Where they got that from? Like, I like Wales playing football and Charlton, but like, would you say? Yeah, would you say that I? Like, if you had to distill me down to three, four things, would it be football, music, gigs, good giggle? <laughs> it would be Wales. Nice, nice tattoos. Very, very Welsh. And um, make, it makes me feel awkward sometimes with your with your escapades. <laughs> so, and then the next bit is like a bit in on Bumble that says, "We'll get on if dot dot dot," and then you can fill it in. So, it, on this profile, it says, "We'll get on if dot dot dot." 
You like a good takeaway and don't mind football, lol. Oh, hello. He's <laughs> overplaying the football card here a bit, isn't he? So why, in this universe, why am I 39 and using the word lol? I'm 48 and I can't recall using lol except to mean lots of love to my nan. <laughs> the, the day of her death. On the day. <laughs> <laughs> And you kissed her on the forehead and sent her to Valhalla. <laughs> I just sent lots of love five seconds after she died and <laughs> my family member picked up the phone and it was just me going, lol. And then the, the photos that they've used, have taken from my Twitter, and it's one of them is me looking angry in front of a street sign and the street sign is uh, says, Petty Wales. <laughs> Okay, I think that's that was we saw it down in Tower Tower Hill. There's like is that there's petty a, as in like yeah, like is it petty as in like petty? Oh right, okay, not as in like little Italy or something like. No, 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 no. It's P E T T Y, like petty. Because I remember I took a photo. It was I think it was the day of the jubilee actually, and it was like making a taking a mental note of all the friends I've seen. Celebrating the jubilee, so I'm gonna be <laughs> shitty with them later. Um, and then the the other photo that they've stolen from my Twitter is a photo of me drinking a mimosa on my sister's couch with Coco in my arms. It looks like Coco's laughing. Um, like, what? God, I, I kind of want them to have said things like "love my dog Coco" as well, so they've got yeah. to know how invested they are in pretending to be you. I, I don't. Like, have you got ties to? Have you got ties to Mirtha? No, none whatsoever. All right. Um, okay, so it's not someone sort of staging a. I've come back from London to get some, some tit in my face. I don't know, but no, no, I don't. I don't think that's the play they're going for. But that's the thing. What is the play they're going for? What was the end game here? Because surely I'd pretend to be you. I'd pretend to be you to get some, some winkle, yeah, and then then fine. turn up. And when I turn up, I just say it's. Well, oh, sorry, I had a rough afternoon. <laughs> But like that's what I mean. Like, they're, if they if the idea is that they're going to get a shag out of it, at some point there's going to be a conversation when they meet, and the conversation <laughs> is going to be, "This isn't you, <laughs> and where is your dog, and why aren't you called yeah. Gav?" <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what the end. But then, like the sad thing is, like I hope it's like. I hope. Uh, have you listened to that Sweet Bobby <laughs> podcast? No, what's this? I don't. I'm laughing. It's awful. It's awful. <laughs> Go on, tell me it's about basically it. Basically, a woman who there was a woman who was catfished for like eight years or something, fucking uh, uh, abysmally daft. What? Just like, for was, was, was there money involved or something? Mm, not really. Oh god, that makes it, was it worse. Emotional shit and stuff like that. I know. Yeah, but a woman was basically catfished for eight. It was fucking ages, mate. And like. They, they basically just—it was just uh, really horribly emotionally draining. Like I don't think it was for money um, or anything like that, but they just pretended to be this other person for a really extended period of time, um, and I don't know what either what they got out. Of it. And if you're going to do that, you have to do a, a gentle, kind exit. I'm sorry. They did. Sorry, I just—I'm—I'm I'm so involved with texting you. I love you so much, but. I'm about to get hit by a truck. See you next. See you soon. In the next, I'm dead. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, I, I am dead. Goodbye. <laughs> but that's what I mean, though. Like, but and then I, you know, because sometimes in catfish they're trying to get money out of people. Yeah. And then other times I think they're just doing it because they want they just want to see if they can do it. Mm. I'm hoping there's a secret third option here where this is a reader 
and they like because you know like sometimes like readers are maybe a little bit misplaced enthusiasm oh. where they're like oh he'll really think this is funny if I do this sort of thing like yeah but then they need to come clean with that otherwise the joke will never land it's like that time do you remember when I did a couple of um Story, a couple of episodes where it was about me joining a, a gay group in Toon Blast, a terrible mobile game. Someone joined that yeah. group called Joe Scrabbles, and I asked Joe right. if it was See, him. And he never this this Joe Scrabbles no. character never finished the joke, and I was waiting for yeah. it. Uh, that's that. I think like I think I think that's what it is, and I think somebody thinks that it's funny or that I will find it funny when actually it's like. I know I make my nonsense look easy, but there's actually quite a lot of layers to it. It's not just pretending to be someone on Bumble. At, at least send um, us the link to your podcast if you've got one. If you've been doing this, but uh, yeah, I just. Uh, but also, that's the thing. Is like any time. It's, it's it's quite a funny thing whenever you like. Whenever I I don't know tweet anything, people like the people who are like, oh, I smell a feature. Oh. Like, well, like, <laughs> no, no, you fucking don't. Because <laughs> I, I do good features, actually. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what's going on. I, I do. thing is, though, I do actually find it quite funny that this person was flirting with my sister's uh, friend. Yeah, I think what I'd really love, though, is to see see the chat. It's a real shame she didn't send you that. Yeah. She doesn't want to send my sister it, so... Oh, she was getting, I can she only, was getting I, ripe. I can hope... <laughs> I can only imagine that it's quite grotty. Who wouldn't get right um, if Gav Murphy was meant messaging you on a on a dating app? You'd you'd slap your fanny right on that front facing camera. I tell you what though, I, I got in touch with Bumble about it because I just thought I um, maybe it's an easy maybe this happens a lot and they can just take it down straight away. What I'll tell you now is Bumble do not give a single <laughs> shit. <laughs> Bumble's the female lead app, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So Bumble is... um, I don't know why it's called that. Um, But that's the thing. It's fucking B-related. Regular features. Like, that's why I'm thinking it's got to be readers, isn't it? But basically, um, when you match with someone, unlike Tinder, the lady has to send the message first. Yes, that's, that's what I understood, yeah. Which is, I guess, good. Like... Because then you just don't get loads of guys who send you loads of horrible messages, I suppose. Or you get maybe you get less horrible messages. You're not open to a floodgate of horny men just who want to say, I'm a nice guy, then you're a cunt for not replying. Yeah. yeah. But then, all I mean, all it does is kind of put an, like a half-opened gate between you and those messages. Because as soon as you send them a message, and presumably if you're matching with someone, you're gonna, it's because you want to send them a message. Because as soon as you send them a message, then they can go, ha ha! I'm in. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm getting catfish. That's what I'm dealing with at the moment. No. It's obviously not that bad, but I'm just, I, I don't want people to give it money or anything like that. No, I hope, if the, I hope if they do ask for money, then whoever's getting catfish just goes straight to the RKG Patreon and doesn't start giving money over Bumble. <laughs> well, that's it. That, also, like, that's what, whenever I hear those catfish stories, and I do feel sorry for people, but like, when they're like, oh, when, like that Tinder swindler guy that was like, oh, can I get 50 grand? Like, one, 
Well, no. Yeah, well, you can't. <laughs> your little ruse has failed, my friend, because no. <laughs> but, like, if, say, if someone that I was talking to on Tinder was like, can I have, what, I mean, anything more than 50 quid, they're going to struggle getting it out of me, quite frankly. <laughs> like, I'll say what, yes, and then I won't send it like fifty. <laughs> yeah, one of these women gave him 50 grand, like, because he just asked for it. Come on, fucking hell. If you were talking to someone, mm-hmm. if you were talking to someone that you were potentially, and you, like, do you think you are catfishable? I am catfishable up to the point where money starts getting involved. So I'm like, nah, this is completely alien to this environment. What the fuck are you doing? What if they managed to talk you into sending them a picture of your ass. There is not a single picture of my ass or cock out there in the world. I just don't think anyone. What? It's an age thing, maybe. I mean, and yeah. I'm also really <laughs> fucking uptight about my appearance. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 was, I was trying to think if I've got any pictures of you. I've got lots of pictures of your shits. But, <laughs> and you, but you can't yeah, rewind those pictures. I didn't send you a rewindable picture that's a voyage into my anus, did I? But, okay, do you, I, I feel like as well, to be fair, you grew up in an age of the internet even before, but like you're so internet savvy that I feel like you're uncatfishable. Oh no, I'm very fucking gullible. I, if you tell... I, I, <laughs> but, certain, but certain things are like tripwires in my head and money... Asking for money is sort of like, yeah. oh, no. What do you think you could get catfished into? I've met someone who wasn't who they claimed to be and then stayed because what? I was just like a little bit too polite. you're polite? This, yes, it was pure oh. politeness. It was a, have, you, what? have you watched um, Big Boys? Have you watched the sort of like the, the Jack mm-hmm. Rook thing? The episode where he goes to... The no, sun. I haven't. No, I know what it is, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just... You what happened? To, I mean, you're gonna have to just just tell. You've got to tell the story now. It's a very, very long time ago. I mean, it's it's more than twenty years ago. But you arrange to meet someone, you meet them. They're not who they said they were. They're not anything you like, and they have this abnormal kind of horrific habit of clapping by putting their here hands together like that, and then just flapping their hands <laughs> like <laughs> like like it's a. Uh, I don't know, an, an enemy bird coming out of the sea in a video game. That's what they look like. You meet one of the fucking <laughs> Professor X's mutants. <laughs> well, yeah, but how then, much but then you think you do it on, a, on, a, on any given date? Well, I was being very good that night. I was very on top of my game, and he was just clapping everything I said. Right. <laughs> but, like, he, so he turns up. Have you, had you seen a photo of him before? Yes, I'd agreed to meet a quite a good-looking chap, and um, the first that turned so up was what's he, what, different what looking. What kind of photos he sent you? Ugly, but not so to my tastes. But then I thought I haven't seen the penis yet. That might make up for all of it. <laughs> oh, Gav, your face is frozen. The internet's broken. It's making me feel horrible because you're not responding. <laughs> you're still not responding, Gav. Help. As it turns out, it was my internet that had failed this time, and after 20 fucking minutes of faffing around like a big old arsehole, we'd got things sorted and were ready to resume podcasting. Oh, Gav, mate, this is like over 20 years ago. Okay, yeah. But and... so, okay, so when he turned up, though, like, not 
it's, it was not. It was not so different that I was like, like, what are we talking? Like, is, was it like a photo of me and then Matt turned up, or like a photo? No, it's more like a photo of you than I turned up. Did you kiss his cock though? <sighs> That's a yeah. You just got to see them all, haven't you? You got to see them. <laughs> Whoa, regular features. Hold your feature close to mine. Feature that alone. I got an email just now, just as before we started recording, that just said, in capital letters, I swear to God, where's Anne Frank? <laughs> <laughs> is that, well, is that on I'm me? not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be like a film or something, right? Is it, where's Anne Frank? And like, then the body of thing is, if I was a Nazi officer and asked you that, would you tell me where she was? <laughs> yeah, it's a test. If so, shame on you. <laughs> ah, I believe it. That it's a film which follows the journey of Kitty, the imaginary friend to whom Anne Frank dedicated her diary. <laughs> God. So the, the story is told from the point of view of Kitty asking, where's Anne Frank? A fiery teenager, Kitty wakes up in the near future in Anne Frank's house in Amsterdam and embarks on a journey to find Anne, who she believes is still alive in today's Europe. Is it like the people who think Tupac is still alive? Is there a thing going on? I don't even know. Um, while the young but, girl is shot is, by the modern world, <laughs> she also comes across Anne's legacy. She, she comes across Anne's leg. It's disgusting. <laughs> Lock. That's naughty. <laughs> uh, writers, Ari Fullman and Anne Frank. Brackets based on the diary written by... <laughs> written by Anne Frank, you cheeky cunts. She's got, she's got the written by uh, uh, credit. Oh, did she it. get associate producer as well? Has Anne Frank got an IMDb? <laughs> Hang on, let's have a look. Is she on Goodreads? No, she has got an IMDb. Oh, okay. I... Are you looking at Anne Hathaway? No, <laughs> but like... <laughs> She's she's got a writer credit for a bunch of stuff, but she's also obviously like there's a lot of self stuff because she was in like archive stuff and stuff like that. Uh, thanks, who's <laughs> thanking Anne Frank? <laughs> <laughs> if I ever get to make a film, I'm thanking Anne Frank at the end, just so you could get more it, of them onto that onto that uh, IMDb page. This we should dedicate every episode of this podcast from now on to her. Is that in poor taste? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm I, I can't make I can't make this documentary screening unfortunately. I would. It looks sorry, it looks alright, I'll be honest. Like it looks heavy though. <laughs> and all Anne Frank stories tend to have a bit of a bad ending, but <laughs> that's why I'm not allowed to review films anymore. It's like how was how was that Anne Frank? Bevy. Bevy wanna <laughs> keep it light, lads. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> It's like the old yellow. Did they have to shoot that dog at the end of it? Bloody Dude, hell. Keep it like that. fucking <laughs> hell. Jesus. That's what I like about the A-team. When all, the helicopter crashes, but you see him crawling out of it. It's a nice, nice way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, uh, yeah, I was just looking. I mean, you're about to hear about the other stuff that's been going on in my day. But, like, I, I, <laughs> I just, at the end of this arduous day then just to get an email that just said where is Anne Frank I was just like I don't need this oh, today the last thing I need yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could this day get any worse <laughs> I was like when things are going wrong and like Kirby enthusiasm and it just keeps piling the shit on it he goes now okay and now you've got to find Anne Frank oh for God's sake Susie you've got, you got, you got 30 minutes go the, the first clue's in your hat box. <laughs> it, 
it better that better not be a secret cinema let me tell you uh, <laughs> one person c- in the crowd is Anne Frank <laughs> well, that's what secret cinema is basically is fetch quests so if it was like oh now you've got it. if they did one for this film where is Anne Frank and then you had to find Anne Frank at the end of it I, I hope they don't do that I think that'd be quite in poor taste I'll be honest it's actually behind the screen and if you don't find her then she just gets a knife through and soars through the screen goes gives you all the bird and then jet packs off. <laughs> you didn't find me, fuckers! <laughs> if I know anything about Anne Frank, and I think I do, she would, she would love that. Just one more feature. To me, delicious ice cream. God, I'm sorry, you recording from Italy. Make your features. Hey, Gav, mate, how you doing? Time for my features, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> that's that's never going to take off like Steve's, is it? <laughs> I can't see that getting its own Discord channel. No. Well, I have to do it like 400 times before it'll really take off. But anyway, Gav, mate, I have got for you some updates on some recent features. Wow. Some features that maybe you were there for, some that maybe you weren't. But a few episodes ago, I shit all over a National Trust property, Duffield Castle. Um, The main thrust of my complaint was that Duffield Castle was, in fact, nothing more than a little stone tit on the floor. As you know, Gav, we've worked together in the past, and you know that my journalistic integrity is second to none. So right after slagging Duffield Castle off, I felt a little bit guilty and decided to go and look at it to see if I was actually right. So um, you know that when I'd review video games for RxM, sometimes I'd play it before I viewed it, sometimes after, but I always played the game. <laughs> <laughs> You can count on me doing the right things, just not necessarily in in the the right right order. order. (laughs) (laughs) So on my actual visit to Duffield Castle, which I did post in the Discord, that was one of the the bonuses you get is me posting myself going to a non-existent castle in the Discord. I discovered that I had actually made a couple of untrue statements about it, which I'd like to clear up now. Um, So um, here we go. Number one, in the first one I said... I claimed that next to the little stone tit, there was a bench which you could use to take a weight off. I wasn't making up, I wasn't conjuring a bench. I I said that there was a bench because I'd done a Google search and there was a bench in the picture and the bench was right next to the stone tit. And I'm very sorry to report there isn't a little bench at all. I mean, when I got there and saw that there wasn't a bench, I thought maybe it must mean that there was a, a second tit with a bench next to it. But no, it was just the one tit um, then I thought maybe the bench was removed to prevent people from stopping too long mm-hmm. to deter tit loitering gorpers that seems a little bit redundant considering that the absence of anything whatsoever to fucking look at or do at Duffield Castle will already usher you off straight away 
-hmm. It's a terrible, terrible place. I'd also suggested, mistake number two, was that there were many local walks. In fact, the part of the once massive Duffield Castle area that is now owned by the National Trust is a tiny, tiny fucking garden-sized area absolutely locked in by dozens of residential back gardens. You cannot walk more than 20 seconds in any direction without seeing a shed and a pair of mucky grundies hanging off a washing line. Don't ask me why the residents of Duffield peg out their mucky grundies instead of their clean ones. I didn't stop long enough to ask the fucking freaks. I'm on the Duffield Castle Wikipedia page. It's... It's fucking bollocks, mate. <laughs> There's three photos. One of them is Duffield Castle today. It's shite. Then there's a fucking bit of wall. And then the other one is a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> there, was a, there wasn't a bucket when I went. It says Norman... Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Norman Bucket from Duffield Castle... Castlewell, now in Derby Museum. Derby, no doubt in Derby Museum, yes. But the way that it's uh, formatted, it says, Norman Bucky from Duffy Castle, well, it's now in Derby. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this is a fucking National Trust site. Like, yeah. If, you, know, like, I'm, you know, from a country that we've got actual castles, this is a fucking joke to me. <laughs> We, yeah, there's, there's a st- stone out. I don't want to repeat this too many times, but there's a stone outline of a room, tit yeah, in the middle, and yeah. then a few hedges. Oh, and one thing, I, there's a, supposed to be a view. There isn't a view now because all the trees have just locked you into that one tit zone. The best thing about this uh, Duffield Castle is there are two dogs in the photo, but unfortunately, I'm sure they're long dead now. So <laughs> they haunt the tit. And a final, final mistake um, we discovered during the last podcast was that the stone tit was in fact a capped well, which is something you'd think they'd mention in the site. There's, yeah. there's information boards usually telling you what's going on, but nothing. I mean, which is, if all you've got is a tit, at least tell me what the tit is so I'm not stood staring at it. Yeah, please. Um, so when I, but I found that out before I went. So I knowing it was a capped well, the first thing I did was to smell the well, hoping I'd maybe get a blast of 17th century well water that, well, I don't know, gave me the strength of Norman kings. <laughs> but no, no, you can't smell a fucking thing. Which makes me worry that this pod, this podcast's only catchphrase, smell the well, might be based on a shared delusion that wells actually smell on anything. We might all be living a, a smelly welly lie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's the Duffield Castle update and I will never speak of that place again good and update number two right wasp update oh we are a bee-centred podcast mm-hmm. so I've always got my ear to the ground on new ways to repel and generally fuck over wasps yes so you can imagine you can imagine my excitement when my sister-in-law shared this tip with me and uh, for this, you need to know a little bit of background about my sister-in-law. Okay. She's, a bit of, she's been a bit too scared to go in her shed recently because there's a wasp with a big evil face <laughs> that comes after her going like this. That is how my sister-in-law describes it. <laughs> okay. She's, 
She's not right. She's not. She's not well. I'm afraid of her, Cam. <laughs> but she's discovered that using this one weird trick, she's been able to get back into that shed to mm. do whatever it is that sister-in-laws do in sheds. I've got one. I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you don't not. I'm going to do it now for you, Gav, and you can explain what I'm doing for the benefit of the readers. Okay. Like an emu puppet hand? That's right, Gav. I'm using my hand like it's a big bird's head to scare the wasp into believing that its worst enemy, a bird, has arrived and landed on my arm. She's been doing that. As you can tell from the fact that the bird is constantly opening and closing its mouth, the bird is communicating that it is hungry. (laughs) She's not really doing that. I'm afraid to tell you that she is. (laughs) And um, I'm sorry to say that it made enough intuitive sense to me. You know how, as a kid, you just believe things, and if they make that little chain of sense, I have been doing it ever since she told me. And it has deterred a wasp from stinging my magnum (laughs) once or twice. (laughs) I mean, I never would have thought of it, but that doesn't mean that it's not right. What? I believe it now because it's worked for me, but I'm just trying to think through the science. I mean, I can't get it out of my head that wasps probably don't identify hungry birds by a wild side-to-side head motion (laughs) and the fact that they're constantly opening and closing their mouths. Are we sure? (laughs) (laughs) uh, I don't know, but if, if they did do that, then hungry birds could probably quickly adapt and eat as many wasps as they wanted by simply not looking from side to side and just keeping their mouths shut on the approach to the wasp. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just like imagining being a fucking big hungry bird and just going, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, a big juicy wasp. Oh, it's my favorite. I love big juicy wasps. Oh, so much. I can't, I can't wait until you're inside my beak. Then and only then will I stop opening and closing my beak. So the only way for you to fly into my big bird tummy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Please don't sting my egg while you're down there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what what I'm saying is I don't know the science behind this, but the the hand movement so far is working for me, or maybe it's the confidence I project, believing that I'm completely wasp proof. I don't know how anything works. <laughs> Love it. The final update, which I'll run through quickly, is that two episodes ago I was talking about fighting the impossible fight I was having in my own brain about the impending and inevitable purchase of a printer. And you might remember if you listened that Matt tried to convince me not to buy one. Matt was the enemy, and I defeated him. I bought that printer, and I've had it for yes. two weeks. I've had it for two weeks now, and I have printed out a sum total of three pages. First, I decided to check the scan function by pressing my middle finger against the glass with one hand and navigating the intuitive touchscreen to the photocopy menu with the other hand. Next, I tested the companion app by wirelessly printing out a picture of my own huge smiling face with Matt. Look what I brought. Look what I brought, Matt, you fucking idiot. Because if you recall, Matt told me not to buy a printer on Twitter. The third thing I printed was to test the printer drivers were working with the classic Word document templates for DL envelopes. I decided to print (laughs) Matley's address after purchasing the postage from the Royal Mail website. Everything worked without a hitch, and I won't be needing the printer for anything else. My review of the printer is, (laughs) I no longer want to buy a printer, and I hope Matley's has learned a valuable lesson about the thanklessness of trying to save me from myself. 
10 out of 10. Pay some coins for some features, and you get a B name, and you get a B name. Just some coins for some features, and you get a B name. Um, but if you like any of that, and you want to support what we do, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features, um, chuck in some money, and if you do, you will get access to the Beehive, which is mm. the smartest, sexiest discord channel in the land people spend a lot of time in there now man like i'm up i think it's awesome but it's so small that you can kind of get to know everyone yeah you much could, like a real beehive if you yeah it is very much so and if you want to see me on my hands and knees sniffing a well a norman well no go. less that's been capped then that's the only place on the internet where you can do it i posted up a photo from our facebook um today of us nine years ago um posted that in the general um because nine years ago tonight, I think we were celebrating Rich McCormick's leave-in do. He was going to Japan. Uh, Rich yes. McCormick and his wife still listen to the podcast as well. So, Oh, in that case, you're calling out a reader rather than just mentioning names. Well done. Yeah, nice. exactly, yeah. Hey, so, Rich. Missy well babes. Um, there we go. Um, yeah, we all look really young in it. Like, Rich doesn't actually age, so he looks exactly the same as he does now. Uh, but also, and then a big chat then ended up going on in the Discord about how much... People like your face. Log. My face? Yeah, they like your face, man. Well, you're allowed, anyone who pays to come to the live show is allowed to drag their nails across, backwards, downways across my face. <laughs> not scratching, dragging yeah. your nails downwards. <laughs> yes, not scratching, dragging. Um, yeah, don't, don't gouge great furrows of blood into my face. But you also... Oh, fucking go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a prude. You also, as part of that, we will retire your human name and replace it with a B name. And as part of that, you can use it in your Twitter bios, which people do. You can use it on the Discord. You also get a video where we will forcibly retire your adult human name and replace it with a B name. And then you'll see your name on a tombstone. And a lot, a lot of people get to see their name on a tombstone. Uh, Unless it's at the end of a, so. a Stephen King short story. Yes, exactly. So, and uh, to show you what that system kind of looks like, Log, are you ready for oh, this? God, one-on-one B names. The heat is literally on. Can you please give a B name to Tom O'Donnell? Stangela Lansby. <laughs> <laughs> yep, fantastic. <laughs> Um, <laughs> can you please give a B name to Matthew Pumphrey? <laughs> Pumphrey with me, come free, <laughs> let's free away. Pumphrey, as free as the bee flies. <laughs> there you go, Matthew, you got two. Um... And finally, could you please give a B name to Callum Shearman? Well, B. Wee Sperman. <laughs> <laughs> Your face, man. It's like, well, obviously. <laughs> Why are you even asking, you fucking idiot? <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, if you like any of that, please go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash regular features. It'll be normal next week. <laughs>